0: Hi everyone and welcome to the headspace sessions podcast my name is sophie ward and I'm a clinical psychologist in the early psychosis program at headspace I'll be chatting today with a couple of our youth peer support workers from headspace Taylor and two thanks guys for dialling in to chat to me today how are you going
1: no problem thank you for having us Um, not too bad how how are you guys
2: hey everyone Um, no worries thanks for having us Um, I'm a bit nervous to be honest. This is my first podcast ever. And I usually I'm always listening in. So to be a part of one is actually very exciting and cool and nerve-wracking. So, it's on topic. Yeah. It is on topic.
0: How ironic. Yes, we're sharing our anxiety today. Um <laughs> but that is what this podcast is all about. It's all about anxiety and in particular we want to explore anxiety from the perspective of some young people who have experienced difficulties with anxiety in their lives. Um, So as you may be aware, a lot of young people in the community have difficulties with anxiety. Um, Statistics suggest that in Australia, over a 12 month period, about one in seven adults will experience an anxiety disorder. It is very common for young people to seek support for anxiety from different health professionals. And there are lots of professional supports available to help young people manage anxiety, ranging from speaking with your GP, to engaging with other professionals, like psychologists, psychiatrists, social workers, and occupational therapists, just to name a few. So these professionals have training in understanding the mechanics of anxiety, why anxiety exists, what it looks like, um, what is helpful versus unhelpful anxiety, and what evidence-based approaches exist to reduce when it is causing problems for people. What can sometimes happen though, is we professionals can get stuck talking about anxiety in a way that doesn't necessarily make sense to the people who are wanting our help. And that's why we're having this discussion today. I'm keen to find out more about Tu and Taylor's perspectives on this, and for us to talk about different ways that we can understand anxiety and how to manage it. To and Taylor, can I get you guys to introduce yourselves and tell us a bit about your roles as youth peer support workers? Hi
1: Sophie and hi everyone listening. Uh, My name is Taylor. I'm a Youth Peer Support Worker here at Headspace Um, and as a Youth Peer Support Worker we use our experience of living with and recovering from mental health challenges to um, support and guide and mentor other young people in their own recovery. Um, We use our empathy and understanding and experience um, to create a space for people to talk to someone who's been through something similar and to work alongside them achieving their own goals and to provide support and hope.
2: Hi everyone, um, my name's Toon and I'm the other peer worker here at Headspace Adelaide. Um, in our roles, Taylor and I use our personal lived experiences on how we approach supporting young people and tailor it to their needs. And I guess the way I use my lived experiences has been sharing my mental health recovery on how I've maintained education and employment over the years and just supporting young people coming into the service around their motivation and routine.
0: Brilliant, thank you. So um, I'm really glad you guys could talk to me today. Should we get into it? Yes, let's do it. Great, cool. So to start us off, we probably need to take a look at what we mean when we are talking about anxiety. Um, anxiety is something that we all experience from time to time, and for the most part, it's a regular part of the human experience. Uh, Anxiety is a feeling that acts as our inbuilt alert system, helping us to recognise threats in the environment so we can respond to them and stay safe. It's our body's way of preparing us to manage difficult situations. For example, if we step out onto the road and see a car speeding towards us, anxiety helps us to register that as a threat to our safety and activates our body so our heart beats faster and pumps blood around to our muscles so they can move quickly and we can jump out of the way sometimes this is talked about in terms of the fight flight and freeze response so this is the way that anxiety helps us what can happen sometimes for people is that this alert system becomes overactive and they feel anxious a lot of the time to the extent that it ends up having a big impact on their daily life so at this point when anxiety is actually being more helpful than it is helpful this is when it might be something um, that we need to do something about Taylor and two. Can I ask you guys what your understanding of anxiety is? Um, Perhaps it's been explained to you in a particular way that you thought was helpful or you've come up with your own way of describing it that makes sense to you?
1: For sure. Uh, So my relationship with my anxiety has changed quite dramatically through the years. Um, I don't think I'd be honoring my progress if I didn't say that my anxiety was my worst enemy. Um, it's helpful to know, I think, the science side of why something is happening to you, like the, hopefully I get this right, flight, fright, I'm not a clinician, I can't remember all the, the 3F response, um, but sometimes it can make it more frustrating. I mean, I know my heart's racing and my blood's pumping because it's preparing to run or fight Um, but when there's no speeding car to jump out the way of or like a tiger to fight um, it's just a build up of all this adrenaline and fear in my body with nowhere to go Um, and then I got frustrated with myself because I couldn't detect a tangible threat or trigger or if I could it seemed like something silly like going to the shops or making a phone call Mm. but as my relationship and my appreciation for my body and my mind changed I respected that my mind had really been through a lot in keeping me safe through tough times And I know why sometimes it works extra hard, sometimes annoyingly extra hard to make sure that we're safe. Um, I'm learning to listen and recognise what my body and mind are telling me, even if I have to be the one that reassures them that we're safe, um, but I understand why we're feeling like this.
0: Mm. Yeah, so your understanding of anxiety and your relationship with it can change over time. Um, Anxiety can be thought of in slightly different ways. And there are a number of different symptoms that people can experience relating to anxiety. So common physical symptoms can include um, heart racing, faster breathing, feeling tense or having muscle aches, especially in your neck and your shoulders and your back, Um, sweating or feeling dizzy, shaking, or that sort of butterfly sensation, feeling sick in the stomach. Other changes to thoughts, feelings or behaviour can also include worrying about things a lot of the time, being unable to control the worries, having trouble concentrating and paying attention, worries that seem out of proportion, being unable to relax, avoiding people or places like school or parties, withdrawing from friends and family, feeling annoyed, irritated or restless, and difficulty getting to sleep at night or waking up a lot during the night. As I mentioned, though, these symptoms vary from person to person. To and Taylor, what symptoms do you tend to notice for yourselves when you're experiencing increased anxiety?
2: Um, I guess I, I don't even know where to start. There's just so much. But... I tend to overthink a lot to the point where my mind is just constantly like racing and my heart rate increases, just very similar to what's happening right now and what I'm feeling right now. And my belly starts to churn, and to the point where I feel a a bit nauseous and I get really bad um, performance anxiety. And I guess when I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone, so um, presenting or performing, I feel really overwhelmed and that's where the symptoms come most and even small things like telling a story to a group of people and having everyone watch me makes me tense up and I experience all the all the symptoms that you mentioned above, Sophie. Yeah. So it can get pretty intense sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about you, Taylor?
2: Uh, So my anxiety manifests in all sorts
1: of different ways. Um, It feels awful, but sometimes I find the physical symptoms like the chills or sweating and the racy heart uh, more helpful because they're easier to recognize. Um, The sneaky ones have taken me the longest to recognize as signs that I'm anxious, like doing super intense deep cleaning, um, maybe like running and over exercising focusing quite obsessively over my routine trying to make every detail of my work perfect that takes hours or showering two or three times a day i'm slowly trying to unlearn that if i'm not in control i'm not safe so sometimes when i feel anxious i overcompensate and desperately hold on to what i to what control I have it's very thinly disguised as self-care so sometimes I don't realize until I've moved my furniture around five times or I wake up at 3 a.m. in a cold sweat thinking where's my birth certificate Um, and then it's this light bulb oh realization and I have to check in with myself
0: (laughs) right so anxiety can leave us feeling pretty overwhelmed or out of control at times Um, And there are a number of different things that we can do either to prevent our anxiety from reaching this point or reduce and manage our anxiety levels so we can get on with our lives. Um, What do you guys tend to find helps you manage your anxiety levels?
2: Um, I guess my coping shows for my anxiety are constantly changing and I've learned to be really flexible with this. Um, I've noticed that how the strategies I used a year ago don't really work for me now. So I'm constantly looking for new ones and doing that trial and error. Um, I like to have a few strategies on deck to choose from which cater to different contexts and experiences, I guess. For example, my performance anxiety, I like to focus on my breathing so I can slow my heart rate down. Um, and if I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I like to activate my senses and focus on what I can hear, see, touch or feel. That's always helped ground me in the, um, in the present moment and it helps, me feel, it helps me focus on the here and the now and allows me to know that I'm safe. Um, if I have anxiety about upcoming events, events, I like to meditate and exercise beforehand to get myself in a positive, clear frame of mind. So, yeah, those are the few things that I like to do to keep myself feeling good and um, grounded when that anxiety takes over. Mm
1: I used to fight and press down all those horrible feelings that come along with experiencing anxiety. Um, understandably, I did everything to get rid of them. And I have to admit that it did work, but it significantly made it more difficult each time I was in that position because I never let my body experience it. And therefore, we always recognized it as something scary and to run away from. Mm. Uh, Now I try and place it in my body where I'm feeling it and say, huh, I feel something. Yep. It's uncomfy and I don't like it. Um, automatically I'm going to try and resist it because it's how my body keeps me safe. Um, but I notice this resistance in my body and I try and say, Oh, hi, yucky feeling. It's okay. You're welcome here. Um, it sounds quite funny, but my body relaxes and we let the feeling pass through us. And even if it feels like it takes forever, it does pass. Um, I think the hardest and most important lesson I've learned in managing my anxiety is that it's always entirely okay to feel the way I'm feeling at the time.
0: Yeah, so I think you've both made a really good point, which is that um, part of managing anxiety is figuring out exactly what works for you personally. And sometimes that might take a while to figure out or it might change over time. So for you, Taylor, it sounds like you've developed a great thought-based strategy and acceptance of your emotions has been really important to you. And for you too, it sounds like you've got a bit of a toolkit approach where you have some physical and some relaxation-based strategies um, and some thought-based strategies as well that you'll use in different situations. One thing that we have been hearing a lot from young people in recent months is that they're noticing they feel more anxious since the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic. Have either of you noticed any changes in your anxiety levels since COVID-19 started? And if so, how have you been managing that?
2: Um, At the beginning, yes. I had to take some time off work because it was really intense and I found myself ruminating and stressing with how this year would pan out. I have been doing on, online guided meditations, which really helped me. And I had to trial and error a few and finally found one that works for me. The instructor does this breathing exercise where you breathe in four, hold your breath for seven and breathe out for eight. And I find it very calming. Um, that's been something that I've found helpful during isolation and looking at things on YouTube, such as like yoga and home workout videos to help me, I guess, stay grounded and present has been really helpful too. Yeah,
1: um, absolutely. Uh, the anxiety feels contagious sometimes, like it's in the air. Um Before when I said it's frustrating when there isn't a speeding car or a tiger to fight, I think a global pandemic is something that we can expect to feel anxious about. Um, So I did allow myself to experience all those feelings, um, but try and reframe them as observing thoughts rather than racing thoughts. Uh, The trick there I've found is to embrace them and then let them go. Because a peer workers' training and education is from their lived experience, I try to figure out what something is teaching me when it happens. So far, I've learned that people really love toilet paper, uh, more than chocolate and lollies even. Um, I've learned how important the arts are to people's well-being and how to live more sustainably and not be wasteful. I'm checking in more with my friends and really having to put on my big girl pants on and learn how to use video chat. Uh, I'm trying not to trivialize and invalidate a very scary experience, but I definitely don't shy away from the horrible feelings that it gives me sometimes, but it really helps in my feeling out of control sometimes to focus on what I can upskill in during this time. Just like I'm using this time to tidy and redecorate my home and projects, I'm doing the same to my mind because it also needs to be cared for and maintained because it's where I live
0: all the time. Which is very true. It's with you at all times. So worthwhile spending some time caring for it for sure yeah so the whole COVID situation has really thrown things out for a lot of people and people are experiencing you know different levels of anxiety throughout all that there's lots of uncertainty at the moment which is something that's often difficult to to cope with Um, thank you both so much for chatting with me today about what anxiety is from your perspective and how you guys manage those uncomfortable feelings how are you feeling now having done our little podcast
2: chat I'm feeling a sense of relief that it's over <laughs> I was anxious pretty much the whole time and very nervous and but I guess this is something I'm very passionate about and I really care about so I it's only natural that those feelings come up and that's what I've learned over time so it was weird to talk about it and also be experiencing it at the same time but it was nice but thank yeah. you for
1: having us. I had a, um, I had a lot of fun. It was very, very nerve wracking, um, but it was exciting, nerve wracking. I have a lot more respect for people who do this now. So when yeah. I listen to podcasts, I'm going to be like, oh, this is actually isn't that easy. And I never want to say flight, fight, or freeze again. Of course, <laughs> that's but thank nailed you it that time. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but thank you for having us.
0: No, my pleasure. Um, and at the moment, I think it's fair to say that you know many people are experiencing a level of anxiety or worry relating to COVID-19 and a lot of people are experiencing um, an uncomfortable level of anxiety generally in their lives. So it's important to open up and talk about the ways that we can support ourselves and support each other through this as well. Uh, If you or someone you know is going through a tough time, you can get help and support from Headspace or your school or university wellbeing service or your GP. Uh, You can also visit headspace.org.au for more information about how to access different types of support. And if you need immediate assistance, call 000 or to speak to someone urgently, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or the Suicide Callback Service on 1300 659 467.